Welcome back to the Kenny and Co. Show. We are doing part two of the wedding postgame recap. I'm going to give you five things that I am glad that I did and five things that I wish I had done. Wedding edition. If you haven't listened to the first part of this episode, that might give you some context. I'm going to try to make this a mini episode, a mini-sode, I believe they call it in the biz. But I just wrote down a few of the things that I'm really glad that I did and then some of the things that kind of wish would have happened, didn't wind up happening. Did anybody notice it? No. Did I notice it? Of course. Yes. So again, if you don't have to listen to the first part of this, but it might help answer some questions that you may have. If you are currently planning a wedding or if you have planned a wedding, this might resonate with you. If wedding planning is nowhere near your radar, I still think it might be beneficial when that time comes. Because I'll tell you one thing, when you plan a wedding in four weeks, you get a crash course in a lot of shit. So I feel like it is my duty, it is my purpose to then pass along this learned information to you that hopefully will help you somewhere down the line. So I'll jump right into it. We don't need to waste any time. Five things that I am glad that I did for this wedding. The first one, planned in four weeks. So I am so glad that I did this quick for a number of reasons, but mainly because it lowers the amount of time you have to make decisions. So it makes it happen super fast. There's no time for bullshit, no time for questioning anything. You just have to kind of do or die. So we planned it in four weeks. However, just backstory to this, we were engaged for two years, four years at this point, but two years before we were planning our Italy wedding, um, So I planned a little of that. And then that got canceled, not once, but twice. So this, we planned it in four weeks. I almost just said four years. We planned it in four weeks. But like, you know, I had had Pinterest boards and all this stuff kind of like locked and loaded, ready to go for whenever this moment was going to happen. So I'm glad that we planned it in four weeks because you just get on the phone and start calling people and making decisions and putting down deposits and all that stuff. And it doesn't really leave a lot of room for for error. So that's fine. So four weeks to plan worked out perfectly for me. The second thing that I'm so, so glad that I did was mood boards. And I think I talked about this in the post-game recap episode, but mood boards are so, so important. I think this is what helped everybody get on the same page in such a short window of time. There wasn't any room for like wondering what I meant by when I said I wanted it to be an elevated backyard party, but super fun because I literally put it on a visual board. I mean, I like made them in Canva. They weren't like physical, actual printed mood boards, but you know what I mean? So I would just send them in text messages to all the vendors. I sent it to uh, our caterer. I sent it to the DJ. I sent it to the photographer. Um, I made sure everybody was on board with what the vibe was supposed to feel like. And I think it answered a lot of questions and left very little room for error. There's still like a couple things that like didn't quite work out, but Everybody was on the same page from that standpoint, and I think it's so important. So whether you're doing a backyard party, a four-week wedding, or a four-week wedding, you know what I mean, or you're planning for like you know two years out, I would highly suggest going on Pinterest, screenshotting all of your inspiration, going into Canva, just like dropping it in there and like putting it all together, and then showing your vendors. This could be just helpful for me, or it could be just helpful for you, but I'm a visual person and a lot of people in that industry are because they're creatives. So I think it just helps anyone, even if you're not a visual person, like just understand 
what the fuck is going on, right? Like what we're trying to accomplish here. So mood boards, definitely highly suggest mood boards. The third thing that I'm so glad I did, and I wish that I could have done more, but because the time frame and the turnaround was so short, I wasn't able to do all of them, but the details, I think the details are so fun. And I think people really do appreciate the details. Are they imperative? No. If you're tight on budget, they do not have to happen. But if you have a little wiggle room in the budget and you feel like you can add in a couple of details, definitely do. So a couple of the little things that I did, and then I'll give you some of the ones that I wish I did. Um, I did napkins um, that had Mazza on them, which actually the bartenders never even put out. So I'm not even sure if, all right. So nobody noticed those details, but we did um, a K and a T in marquee letters for the dance floor. We did the photo booth and then we had like a branded logo in the photo booth, which was really cool. So when it printed, it had our little like logo on it. Um, we did like a little cigar setup situation. And to go with the cigars, we had Mazza matchbooks, which were really cute. Um, I just did them on Etsy. The ones that I wish that we did were uh, napkins with the dogs on them. They're so cute. And obviously, you know how much the dogs are a very big part of our lives. So I wanted to get ones with like Lucy, Bo, and Archie on the napkins and like that gold foil. But the turnaround was like three and a half weeks and we wouldn't have gotten them in time. So we couldn't do that. But if you can, I think that is like kind of like people are starting to do it a little bit more and it can look a little overplayed. So like figure out a way to make it like different. And I think it's awesome. I think it's really cute. Um, And then I wanted to also do like these like drink markers where it had like cheers on them and they have these like a little acrylic drink tags. But again, the turnaround time was too short and too tight of a window that she couldn't guarantee that we would get them. So those didn't come in, but like all those little detail things, I think they just make it feel like intentional. And I feel like guests like that. You know, when you go to, you go somewhere and it's like, oh, they really thought about like our experience. You know, when you have like meetings in like certain jobs or when like people are talking about like user experience, like what the user experience is like, that's like what I was thinking when I was trying to plan the wedding. Like, what is the guest experience going to be like? There were also like napkins that I wanted for the bathroom that couldn't, again, a lot of this, when you do plan a wedding in four weeks, you have to be prepared that things will not turn around in enough time. So there are certain details that like didn't get to happen, but if you can make them happen, I think it's like so, so thoughtful. I think it's so funny, especially when it's like little like kitschy things, like the napkins that we were going to have, like it was like hurry back to the dance floor or something like that. I think that was like one of them. Um, I just went nuts on Pinterest, like pinning all these, all of these things that I'm like, can I get married again and like do it all over again? But the details, I think like anywhere where you can make like a personalized detail or like a funny little detail, definitely do that. My favorite thing is like taking things that are like opposite. So like I wanted like an upscale backyard wedding and I wouldn't say it's upscale elevated. That's what I'm going for. Elevated backyard wedding. But I also wanted it to be like super fun and like approachable and funny So like, I like the kind of opposition of that. So I think it's hysterical if you're like planning a black tie wedding to have funny details because then it brings like levity to it. You know what I mean? I don't know if any of that made any sense, but if you feel me, you feel me. The fourth thing that I am so glad that I did was, you've heard me talk about this a bunch, the do not playlist. 
I think the do not playlist is more important than the actual playlist and everyone's do not playlist will be completely different. And that's why I think it's important because what you think shouldn't be played might be somebody else's favorite song. So if you're planning a wedding, get with your DJ or your band and just say, here's a list of 50 songs that if you play, I will fucking pull the cord. And then, you know, they know that you mean business. But I think do not play lists are so important. Do not do not go rogue with your playlist. Yes, DJs are great at what they do. But also, if you give them parameters, they get to like be more creative within certain parameters. So like my DJ really appreciated how involved, I guess we'll say, I was in it because then he got to get like super creative with like the kind of music that he pulled, which was great. So definitely have a do not playlist. The other thing that I'm glad that I did was we didn't have bridal parties. I think I talked about this again in the other episode, but I don't know if I like went into specific detail on this, but we didn't do bridal parties. We weren't planning on doing them even when we were getting married in Italy. I'm glad that we didn't do them because it just kind of like would have added a whole other layer of stress. I mean, I couldn't have done it anyway. I planned a wedding in four weeks, but it just adds like another layer of things. And I've had a couple of my friends not do bridal parties if, you know, they have a sibling, the sibling will be in the, like, their maid of honor or whatever. And I think it just kind of, like, takes a whole other element out of worrying about planning and doing all that. Because if you think about it, if you have a big bridal party, yes, you have a maid or matron of honor, and they take care of most of the planning, but it's still, like, an added stress that has nothing really to do with you. And, like, for me, I just knew that that would make me more stressed out than anything, Also, I would have had a bridal party of like 20. And I'm not saying that to like pat myself on the back and be like, well, you got a lot of friends. But like genuinely, I have the best friends and I love them all so much that they would all have to be up there. And then like lining people up to me like that, just I can't do that. So it's either all or nothing. And we went with nothing. And I'm really glad that we did. I had some of my friends come up and get ready, like help me get ready, put me like in my dress and make sure I didn't have like shit on my teeth. And that was like the vibes that I needed. So it was awesome. (laughs) It was like Tim was in my bridal party. We were getting ready together. Um, So those are the five things that I'm glad that I did. And now I'm going to give you the five things that I wish I did. I really wish that I hired a professional day of coordinator. I had help. We made sure that we had hired extra hands. We hired help the day of. But I really do think hiring a professional coordinator is so good so money well spent. Um, I would say hire a wedding planner right out of the gate if you have the time because it eliminates a lot of the stress that is placed on you. But a day of coordinator, that's what they do. That's their job. So they like make shit run. They're the HBIC for the day instead of you, which is great. Um, So definitely think about hiring a professional to do all the things that you can't do on your wedding day. The second thing that I wish I did in retrospect, I wish we just went heavy cocktail hour. We didn't do a sit down dinner. We did like buffet dinner. But what I wish we did instead was just, you know, have like a raw bar and like more cocktail hour and just had like picky food, but like substantial picky food. You know what I mean? Because again, we can't not serve people food, at least in New Jersey. They'll leave in the middle of the wedding. They'll take their envelope with them. So I just like wish that it was a little bit more heavier on the hors d'oeuvres, raw bar, other station kind of things like cocktail-y as opposed to buffet. So that was a live and learn moment. 
But again, I think this is like applicable to a backyard party, not necessarily somewhere at a venue, but you could still do just cocktails, cocktails. You could do just cocktails. You could do just cocktail style at a venue too. I, I know a ton of people who have done that and it's actually really fun. Um, so that's what I wish that we did for that. <laughs> the other thing is I wish I told everybody or reminded everybody or had a how to use a disposable camera 101 refresh course prior to the wedding because we haven't used disposable cameras in a minute. So we've like forgotten that you need to put the flash on. It doesn't come on automatically. So I haven't gotten the disposable camera pictures back yet because they take like three weeks now because I have to send them to Oshkosh to get them developed. So I haven't seen what they look like. So who knows? Maybe some people did put the flash on. But I remember our photographer saying, make sure everybody turns the flash on. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. And then I just never like really relayed that information. So I could be getting back like, you know, 55 pictures of just blur and nothingness, which most likely probably happened. So I wish I gave everybody a little brief overview of how to use the disposable camera again, now that we are elderly and that disposable cameras cost like 35 fucking dollars. It's insane. We used to buy them for like $8.99. Anyway, the other thing that I wish I did was the champagne tower. We were supposed to have a champagne tower, but instead the coupe glasses for the said champagne tower didn't get delivered until the day after the wedding. Because if that isn't a slap in the face, I don't know what is. Literally opened the door Sunday and the Amazon guy had dropped them off. So we didn't have the champagne tower, but I thought that that would be so fun. Um, I love the pictures, mainly just like for a photo op probably, which is so not like me. I like things that are like functional and also photograph well, but that probably would have just been for a photo op. And also it could have maybe curtailed the amount of champagne showers we had instead Um, So we leaned heavy into the showers, not enough into the towers. And then the final thing that I wish I did that I didn't do was start earlier. It's in our backyard. (laughs) We make the rules. We could have started at whatever fucking time we wanted. But I thought a 4.30 arrival time, 5 o'clock ceremony would have been good. But even in my mind, I know I'm always late. I didn't really like buffer in enough room. I thought I did by like having a start at 4.30 and like planning for the ceremony to start at five. A half an hour was enough buffer time, but it wasn't. So this would be my advice. Things are going to happen way later than you anticipate, even if you've given time for it to start later. So I wish we had put like four o'clock on it, honestly, even like (laughs) 3.30 because the party is only like six hours then. Like it went from, you know, our ceremony was at five, like, you know, I think it started like a little after five o'clock. And then the party really started at like 5.30. And then it goes till midnight. Like that isn't enough time for me. I'm sure that's enough time for some of the guests. They were like, get me the fuck out of here. But like for me, I'm like, I wanted to see everybody like for the whole day. So I would have just wish I started earlier. Like not too much earlier, maybe like half an hour, an hour that we did. That would have been great. That would have been fabulous. Um, not that I would have lasted any longer because I hit the proverbial wall at 1145 anyway, but still, I think that would have been cool if we started like a little bit earlier, a little more daylight, especially because we were having it in September. So the sun set around like 730. I would have liked like a little bit more daytime, but that's okay. Because let's just be real. If it started any earlier, I just would have been drunker earlier. I would have put myself to bed earlier. I would have missed half my wedding. So I guess everything happens for a reason, but if you're planning a wedding, that's my advice. 
make it last as long as possible. Also, you're going to need the extra hour from the DJ or two. Our DJ went two hours over. You're going to need like the photo booth longer. You're going to need all these things longer. So just plan accordingly. You're going to have to do it. So just like anticipate that happening. Also, just double check the sizes of everything that you're renting. The table sizes, like what the chairs look like. Make sure everybody, again, visual on the same page. Because we had a boxwood grass wall like backdrop that I thought was like supposed to be eight feet tall. And somehow we wound up with one that was like six feet by like four feet. It was so small. (laughs) And it was not the backdrop that I had in my head. And again, because I didn't see the exact one that I was renting in my head, it was the size that I needed. And in their head, it was the size that they had. So just make sure everybody visually is on the same page. But those are the things that I gathered from my experience that I think might be helpful. Hopefully they're helpful, kind of helpful, maybe not at all helpful. But if you are getting married or if you're planning a party, I feel like all of this is relevant to any party. Um, it is so fun. I cannot wait to do it again. <laughs> again. I have no idea what other party I can plan. I don't know if I can get married every year. I don't know if that's like allowed. So TBD on whether or not I can plan another party or what that party is going to look like. <laughs> I told Tim I wanted to do a Kentucky Derby party at the house because we board racehorses at the house. So maybe that's the next thing that I'll plan. I'll plan a Kentucky Derby party. But until then, I'll leave you with this. Hopefully this was helpful. You can always ask me any questions in the DMs. I'm an open book. Whatever you need, I'm here for you. Also, just take a big deep breath. If you are planning a wedding, focus on the end result. Don't focus on the minutia and the in-between. Don't worry about... Aunt Sally and Uncle Giuseppe wanting cannoli cake. Just do you. Do you and have the best time planning it. It is supposed to be fun. It should be fun. It's a really, really fucking expensive party to not have fun. Okay? And on that, I'll see you when I see you.